promise. I know you want to make whatever that is, a Big Mac. An artery, in a, a clogged artery in a box is what that is. All right. So who thinks they had some really good news? Who thinks they had the best news in the whole room? Like you had the best news in the whole room. You think you had the best news? Come on up, tell me your good news. So do we have a mic? We have a mic for you. Let me see if we can hear your good news. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, my, one of my mom's students, he's in sixth grade. His, here's the really bad part of it first. His dad, his dad a couple months ago, he was murdered. And his That's mom, bad. And his mom is slowly dying of cancer. She could die any day now. And he didn't have anywhere to go. So out of nowhere, a couple of people said, they, they told my mom if he didn't get somebody to take care of him, he was going to become ward of the state. And that basically that means he's going into foster care. He's going to be bounced from house to house to house. He just got some good news. He is going to be fine, and his stepfather is going to take him in mm. under his wing. His mom got just enough money to write a new will, mm. and everything's going to be fine for him. He's going to be perfectly provided for. That's awesome. That's great news, man. Anybody else got some good news? Good news. Come on up. Share your good news. Oh, yeah. I, this is some great news. I know what your news is going to be. Y'all give it up for Lissa. She's awesome. And like lately I've been going to a physical therapist because something happened with my leg during surgery and like I'm getting my muscle back and everything's been going really good and yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome news. Anybody else? Great news. Anybody got good news? Anybody? Right there in the back. Come on. Run, 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 run. Hurry, hurry. Come on. Good news. We love good news. Beautiful art of feet that run with the good news. No, I'm saying. That is amazing news. That's some great news. All right, one more on this side. Anybody got news? good news? One more on this side. Somebody on this side. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Run, run. Yep, come on up. There we go. Hers was better. You can tell me later. Jesus is alive. Yeah. That's some great news, man. Everybody loves good news. Everybody loves good news. The Bible calls the gospel good news, and the good news about the gospel is that Jesus Christ made a way. Check this out. Hold on. You guys chill out. The good news about the gospel is that Jesus Christ made a way in the moments of our life when we feel alone, the moments in our life when we feel like we're up against something that's impossible, that God chooses in those moments to make a way. Everybody loves hearing good news. All of us get good news all the time. Here's what I want to challenge you with, though. I want to challenge you over the next two months. I want to ask you to go somewhere with me over the next two months, December and January. I want to ask you to not just get good news. I want to ask you to be people that bring good news. I want to ask you to be people that give good news. Over the past year in our country, we've, we've seen a lot of bad news. In our community, in our church, in this city, friends, I mean, there are people sitting in this room that have been hit with lots of bad news over the past year. There are people in this room that have been hit with the bad news. 10% stats say of the people in this room right here, your family has been affected by unemployment in the past year. 10% in this room. 10% of the moms and dads in, in, in our county, in our state, that last year had a job and could provide for their family, 
this year have no idea where the next meal is coming from. Bad news just has a way of coming out of nowhere. Nobody expects bad news. Nobody wakes up in the morning and expects to hear that you're going to lose your job. Nobody wakes up in the morning and expects to hear that you may have to move into a smaller house. Or you may, not ha- you may not be able to go to the college that you thought you were going to be able to go to. Or maybe you're not going to get the car that you thought you were going to get because mom's lost her job or dad's been laid off or the company's downsized. Our country, our state, our city, our county is going through a tremendous amount of bad news. And Jesus has called me and Jesus has called you to be people that bring good news. Check this out in, in, in Matthew chapter 14, verses 13, starting verse 13. It said, When Jesus heard what happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot to the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had what? What does it say? That he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place. It's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And, they directed, and he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 baskets and broken pieces that were left over. So here's this crowd of 5,000 men, okay? And they're all listening to hear good news from Jesus. They're wanting to hear words of life that Jesus is teaching because some of them had been faced probably with bad news. Some of them... If there's 5,000 men in a crowd, that means there's 20,000 people. Some of them maybe that week had lost a family member. Some of them maybe that week had lost their job. Some of them maybe that week devastation had hit their home. Some of them maybe that week had heard news that wasn't so good. And the disciples said, the people are hungry. Jesus, what do we do? And Jesus says, you go and you feed them. You go and you feed them, and the, the disciples are like, wait, wait, we've got five loaves of bread and two. That's not even a value meal at Long John Silver's, Jesus. Like, we don't have enough. And Jesus looked at the disciples and looked at what they thought was not enough, and he blessed it. And when Jesus blesses the little that I give him, he makes much out of it. When Jesus blesses the little that's in my hand, he makes much out of it. And so the little bit, the five loaves and the two pieces of fish, the Bible says the disciples took it. Not Jesus, not the preacher. He didn't take it. The disciples took the five loaves and the two fishes, and they fed 20,000 people. And so our pastor was praying about a month ago and about what we were going to do this Christmas as a church to give ourselves away. And God spoke to his heart that that this stat of 10% of the people in our community, one out of 10, if you're on a road with 10 people, the odds are right now that one of them has been hit by financial devastation in the past year. That God's going to challenge us as a church. He spoke to our pastor that we're going to, this Christmas, feed 5,000 families as a church. That's huge. Nearly 20,000 people. 
He said this morning, PK said this morning, that if at bare minimum that's going to cost $500,000, it could cost a million dollars. And there's no way that disciples can take five loaves of bread and two pieces of fish and break them and feed that many people. God has to be in it. But when we take the little that we have and we put it in the hands of a big God, he makes much out of it. And so we're going to this year, we're, gonna, we're going to, as a church family, believe God. And on December the 5th, we're going to take up an offering. And in that offering, what's going to happen is we're going to believe God for enough resource to come in and enough partnerships and connections to come in to be able to give a turkey, a hu- I mean ham, honey-baked ham. Anybody like honey-baked ham? We're going to give a honey-baked ham and hopefully a week's a few days to a week's worth of groceries to 5,000 families who have been affected by unemployment right here in our community. That's awesome. Give God a hand clap. So it's going to start. It really happens in three phases. The first phase is this. The first phase is people within our church that have been affected by unemployment. So maybe you're here tonight and your family has been hit over the past year. And maybe you don't know all the details because mom and dad doesn't share all them with you. But you just know it's, it's, you're strapped. You just know it's not like it was a year ago. Listen, we want to help you. We want to encourage you, if your family attends 12 Stone, to partner with your parents. There, there are, there are uh, cards that they can fill out in the adult services that will get them right in the pipeline to receive a Christmas meal this week for you and your family to help out this year. But maybe you're here tonight and you say, Josh, my family doesn't attend 12 Stone. My mom and dad dropped me off on a Sunday night. And, and, and listen, that was me when I was your age. My family didn't attend church, and my mom would drop me off to youth group, and finally when I could drive, I would take myself. But if your family doesn't attend 12 Stone, here's what we want to do. Number one, if your family doesn't attend and you have been hit this past year financially by hard times, and you know it, we want to help you. We want to ask you to talk to your parents. We want to ask you to talk to God to see maybe this year if 12 Stone can extend some love, the love of God to your family, and help. Maybe your family hasn't been hit. Maybe your family, you know, you say, Josh, it's great, man. Things are going awesome. We're, we're doing fine. But maybe there's a neighbor that you have. Maybe there's a, an aunt or an uncle. Maybe there's somebody that's close to your family that you as a student, you're the only one that comes here that represents your family. You're the only one that comes here to 12 Stone and your whole family. We want to help you help your friends. We want to help you help your community. So here's what we're asking you to do. The first thing that we're going to do to bring good news this Christmas, this season over the next two months, is we're going to partner with what our church is doing. If you attend 12 Stone, we want you to join in with what your parents are doing. Whatever mom and dad does, if, if your mom and dad attend here, your family comes, partner with them. If you do not attend, your parents do not attend 12 Stone, when we dismiss the service tonight, I want you to stay in here with me for about five minutes, and we're going to talk about how we can arm you with some meals for people, maybe in your family or close to your family. But what, what we're going to do as the point is this. On December the 5th, right here on Sunday night, we're going to join our church. That morning, they're going to do the same thing, and we're going to take up an offering. And I want to challenge you. It's going to take about anywhere from $175 to $200 to feed one family for three to five days. I want to challenge you to do your absolute best that night. I want to challenge you that night. Like Jesus, it said about Jesus, he had compassion on them. I want to challenge you in a season where everybody's so focused on what can I get. I want to challenge you to be focused on, God, what can I give? Maybe, Maybe this one meal could be the difference to this one family. 
And so as a youth group, we're going to have an offering bucket right down here. And on December the 5th, I'm going to ask you to bring your best offering, whatever that would be. I know that you're not like loaded. It's between you and God, whatever he would put on your heart. But I'm going to ask God to help us as a youth group feed a bunch of families. I'm going to ask God to help us bring hope and bring good news to some families this year that really need it. So we're going to bring hope for Christmas. We're going to bring good news for Christmas. Isn't that awesome? Give God a hand clap. It's great. 10% of families are affected by um, unemployment. There's another stat that alarms me that's the, the next part of the, of the two-month vision for the point. Another stat that alarms me is 4%. And 4% is the amount of people in your generation that statistics say will become evangelistic Christians by the time they graduate high school. Meaning that Jesus Christ is not just a check mark on their life, but they, they take their, their faith in God seriously. They believe in the Bible, and they believe that it's their responsibility to share this faith with other people. That 4% of your generation, 4% of your generation will become pra- Bible-practicing, believing, I believe this is the Word of God, and I'm going to follow it Christians by the time they graduate high school. That's another number that to me is bad news that I believe God wants to use us to bring good news to. It's another number that looks impossible. When you look at it, it's a five loaves, two fishes number. It's got, you, you have got to be in this or nothing can happen. So we're going to partner with you to, to, to beat that number in your friend's circle. We're going to partner with you over the next month and a half to two months. And here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about with, with me, go with me to January 30th, 2011. We're going to fast forward a little bit. Imagine with me in this room on January the 30th, 2011, if somebody that is close to you but far from God met Jesus right here that night. Imagine that night. Imagine if somebody who is close to you but far from God meets Jesus in this room on January the 30th. Here's what I want you to do. Number one, I want you between now and January the 30th to pray to commit. I mean commit. Don't do it if you're not going to. Don't say you're going to do it if you're not going to do it. I want you to think of one person in your life that really matters to you who may be far from God. And I want you to begin over the next two months to pray your guts out for them. The Bible says, beautiful are the feet of those that bring good news. And God's going to use you to bring good news into their life. But you can't preach to someone until you've prayed for someone. I just believe that. And so I want to ask you for the next two months to pray for them. But we're going to help you. I want to help you provide opportunities for that person to get connected to us so they can see church is not weird. Though, you know, some of people in this room are a little weird. Um, church is not strange. Church is not boring. I want to help you. We want to partner with you. So here's what we're going to do. Pull this piece of paper out right here. I want you to pull this out. We want to make life. For your friends that are far from God, I want to do everything I can to make it so easy for them to hear the gospel. The gospel to the person that is far from God, the good news, the best news for them is that they can be made right with God. The best news for them is that they don't have to spend an eternity without a loving God in their heart. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to partner with you. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to provide environments and events. Everybody say environments and events. Where your friends can hear the gospel in a clear-cut way. The first thing we're going to do is next week. 
Next week, I know it's Thanksgiving weekend and some of you will be out of town. I know it's, it's a holiday and you'll be with family. But if you are so stuffed with turkey and so fed up with your family that you can barely stand it, we're going to play flag football at Collins Hill Park from 3 to 5 p.m. Next, next Sunday. Here's the deal. The deal is it's going to be a fun family event. We're all going to have a blast. Girls, listen, I want you to bring it too because some of these guys have been talking smack and I just I ain't having it, all right? So here's the deal. Next Sunday, we're going to do this, this flag football tournament. This is an easy way. Everybody stay with me. This is an easy way for you to get one of your friends who normally would never go to church to come to a church event and meet your family. This is an easy way for you to get somebody in that, that, that 96%. It's this, this, just not, the church is not for them and God's not for them. There's no church here. This is, this is us being a family. This is us being a community. We're going to feed them, and we're going to play flag football, and we're going to make it real easy for them to connect. The next thing, December the 17th, which is a Friday night, we're going to throw the Christmas party to end all Christmas parties. And here's the deal. It's going to be a semi-formal deal, which means we want you dressing up, all right? We want you wearing dresses. Guys, you can wear a dress if you want to. That's all good. I want you in ties, and I want you in nice... I want you doing your... Now, listen, don't go rent a tux or anything like that. It's semi-formal. But we're going to have a night that night. Here's the deal. Right here in this room on December the 17th, Friday night from 7 to 8.30, we're going to have this amazing party with lots of fun, fun games and cool music, and you're going to dress up and take pictures, and it's going to be great. At the end of that night, though... We're going to have a clear gospel presentation where your friends are going to be able to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. It's going to be straight, clear cut. If you're far from God, tonight is your night, December the 17th. I want to challenge everyone. This is an easy thing. Again, it's not saying, hey, come to my church service with me. It's saying, hey, my church is having this Christmas party. You get to dress up. We're going to take pictures and have some food. It's going to be awesome. You should come. December the 17th. The next thing on the bottom of your little piece of paper right here the very bottom, there is a red box that says ice skating and broom ball. Anybody ever played broom ball before in your life? Broom ball is amazing. Somebody will die that night and it will be funny. Um, it'll be great. Listen, we're going to rent out on January the 2nd from 5.30 to 7.30. We are renting out an entire ice rink at the Ice Forum in Duluth for you. For you. And check this out. Listen with me. Check this out. We're going to rent it for you, and it's unlimited amount of people can come, and, and they don't have to pay anything. We want you to, again, another chance for you to get your friends into this place or get your friends close to the people that mean a lot to you, around the people of God, around people who have good news, around people who have beautiful feet, um, so that they can hear the good news of Jesus. And so January the 2nd, another chance for you. It's all leading up to this. On January the 30th, we're going to have a night here called One Big Party. And here's the deal with that night. We're, we're, just think, if you've, ever, if you've been around here for a while, think Point Palooza on crack speed Red Bull and a five-hour energy drink, all right? Here's the bottom line of January the 30th. No, there, there might be duct tape. Here's the bottom line of January 30th. You guys stay with me because we've got to get out of here real soon, okay? The bottom line of January the 30th is that we're going to have one more night where your friends can hear a clear gospel presentation, the, the good news of Jesus Christ. And here's what we're believing for. Here's what I'm asking God to do. I'm asking God on January the 30th for 75 of your friends to come to Jesus. 
And I want you to pray with me that that happens. I want you to pray with me. And I, I think that my, that number might even be too small for God. But I'm, I'm believing God. I'm asking God for 75 people that you know right now. 75 people that go to your schools, 75 people that walk down the halls of your school every single day that just need some good news. We're asking God on January the 30th for 75 people to cross the line of faith. We can't do it without you. I can't do it without you. Listen, I've got influence in this room on Sunday night. Our leaders have influence in this room on Sunday night and through their cell phone. But you have been given by God influence at your schools. So what I want you to do is I don't want you to see yourself as a student at your school. I want you to see yourself as a missionary at your school. I don't want you to see yourself as someone that one day God will use. I want you to see someone that right now you're someone God wants to use. Right now. All of us know people that are far from God. And so what we're praying for is that over the next two months that we could be people with beautiful feet that bring good news. In the month of January, we're going to have an amazing series leading up to the 30th called I Don't Believe in Jesus Because. And we're going to talk about all the reasons why people in your generation aren't Christians. Why all the, like, because all roads lead to God. That's one of the things we're going to talk about. Do they? We're going to talk about because Jesus is not the only way. That's why I don't believe. Really? Because Christians are hypocrite and judgmental. Are they? We're going to talk about the reasons why your friends don't believe in God, and it's all going to lead up to the night of the 30th, where again, 75 people, we're asking God for 75 of your friends to come to Jesus that night. Here's what I want to do. We got to get out of here in about three minutes. Really, we're a little behind, but here's what I want you guys to do. We're going to pray, and then when I'm done praying, we're going to give you instruction on how to leave um, and go in to see the candy shop, but I, I want to encourage you. Number one, on this Christmas thing, Jan don't, don't forget, December the 5th, two Sundays from now, we're going to give an offering on Sunday night to feed families. I want you to do your best. And then don't forget, January the 30th, over the next two months, let's pray. Let's ask God to put one person, maybe two or three people in our heart that mean a lot to us that are far from Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I come to you tonight. And Lord, um, I, I just come to you with five loaves and two pieces of fish. God, I come to you with what you've given me. And Father, I recognize and I realize that little is much in your hands. Father, I, I, I just partner with all the people in this room, and we all understand and know that, God, there, there really is no reason you should use us. God, I am so unqualified. There are so many reasons why you should choose not to use me. There's so many reasons, God, why you should choose not to bring good news through me. But Father, you've called us, each and every one of us. In all of our inadequacies, God, in all of our fears, you've called each of us to preach the gospel, to bring the good news of your son. So, Father, I pray that we would do that. I pray that December the 5th, that you would use the students in this room, God, to feed families that would leave a mark on their lives forever. I, I pray, Father, that you would use us, God, to do the miraculous in this community, in our county Father, I pray that you would take the little that we have and make much out of it. And then, Father, we pray for these things that you've placed, these events that you've placed in our path over the next two months. Father, we pray for this, this football tournament. God, we pray, Father, for this Christmas party. We pray, Jesus, for the ice skating night. And, Father, we pray for the one big party night. Father, we're asking you that you would draw them. We're asking you that you would use us to bring them into this place 
that they would hear your gospel. And Father, we believe you that standing right here on January the 30th, 2011, that 75 of our friends are going to come to you. I ask you to do that, Jesus. You're a big God. We trust you. Use us in your name. Amen. Amen.